Welcome, everybody, to tonight's episode of the Addison and Heath Soccer Hour. What's up? What's up, brother? It's the Soccer Hour. It's a Friday night, and I'm feeling good. Got a lot of stuff to talk about, but did you hear about that big NBA news? Kevin Durant to the Phoenix Suns, bro. That just changed the landscape of the NBA. I love it, dude. And, you know, KD is going to take things to the next level here in Phoenix the same way that, oh, yeah, I'm going to say it, Will Bruin is going to take Austin FC to maybe the Premier League this season guaranteed. Well, we'll talk about that in a minute, but... Let's kind of use this as an analogy. It happened at the end of a transfer window at the transfer deadline. Let's think about some transfers that happened in the beautiful game that were as earth-shattering as this. I'll go first. David Beckham to MLS, Los Angeles Galaxy. Not only did they get him, but he got into Miami as well. That shocked the world. Yeah, for me, I would say one of the biggest signings, since we're going MLS, which I love, by the way. Oh, my God, I love that. How about Andreas Pirlo coming stateside to work his magic? Love it. And how about one more? Jovinko to Toronto FC. Came at his prime and, again, led the league in scoring. And let me add one more, and I think this is the topper, because not only did he come here and score goals in bunches, but he talked smack about the league the whole time while they were paying him millions of dollars. Ibrahimovic, baby, I love that guy. Oh, God, I love Ibra. I think you're right. Those were the top four shock transfers to MLS. And then speaking about, like, shock, how about – Alexi Lawless saying that he thinks Philadelphia Union should play in the Premier League. Well, I think we need to remember this is the same guy that just a few weeks ago said that watching Lionel Messi play soccer does not move him. So, you know, I've interviewed Lawless a few times. I like him okay as a guy, but he's he's not that not old enough to be delusional yet, but I don't think there is any way, no offense to Philadelphia Union or their fans, players, management, et cetera, but there's no way a team in MLS, any team, could go in the Premier League and be competitive. Well, we tweeted when he made that announcement, and I wasn't joking. That would literally be the least amount of points in the Premier League, in my opinion. I honestly would be surprised if they scored a point in the Premier League. I, I think they might get some points. I mean, the more I think about it now, um, I think the biggest thing that would, would keep an MLS team from being uh, competitive, even overseas, not even the Premier League. I just think if you put an MLS team like in La Liga or League U or, you know, the Icelandic First Division, I think they would struggle with the game in and game out pressures of a league that has promotion and relegation. I agree. But I just think the talent level, especially, I mean, let's just go Premier League. I just don't see them getting any points. I mean, in the in the table today, who they either tie or beat in today's Premier League? I don't see a team. Yeah, I, I probably agree with you. I mean, you think about an MLS locker room has guys that get paid, what, as low as $50,000 a year? I mean, there's nobody in a Premier League locker room making less than a million dollars a year. 
I, 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 I agree with you. I think that I think that it would be tough for them. Championship, maybe they could scrog together 10 points or so or 15, but I just don't see the Premier League, you know, where, where they do anything. So, again, Lawless is, I, you know, whether he believes that or not, I'd be shocked if he actually believed that they do well in the Premier League. But if, but if he doesn't, then we all know it's just a shtick that he has to do to, to kind of be that, that contrarian devil's advocate kind of pundit. Yeah, I think so. I think that's the role he's he's agreed to play or has created. It, it served him probably pretty well financially. But uh, you probably have a lot of people that know Alexi that say, listen, dude, he doesn't believe half the stuff he says on air. I agree. So we're going into a weekend, finally get some club soccer back. Who are you looking forward to watch? Which Yanks abroad are going to interest you? I, You know, I haven't watched Leeds yet. I actually missed the games the other day. Um, you know, hats off to Jesse Marsh for taking a stab at the Premier League and, you know, giving it a go. I mean, he could have done worse, probably should have done better. But I'm, I'm interested in seeing how Leeds does. They, they just had Man U last weekend and then back-to-back, right, this weekend again? Correct. And, uh, uh, and Weston McKinney, you know, I, I've been hot and cold on him. Uh, I'm not totally sold on Tyler Adams, even though I know a few weeks ago I was really, really high on him. And then, you know, Brandon Aronson or Brendan Aronson, Stock seems to be falling, but I think with a new coach, well, Chris Armis, and uh, so I think I, I would say Leeds. I'm going to be keeping tabs on. Awesome! I think I'm going to try to catch some Bundesliga matches. Got Union Berlin tomorrow. It'll be interesting to see how Pifak does. Might watch Pepe. You know, see if he's able to do something in the, you know, in his match. And then obviously Chris Richards is a guy that I want to watch a little bit more of uh, this weekend as well. See how he does and you know, kind of start putting together my, my early World Cup roster, you know, and seeing who might be the guys that we're going to be bringing over, whoever the coach is. You know, again, some rumors today that we're talking to Ancelotti's camp. I think he'd be a good fit. He could be, you know, and I've heard his son does most of the training. Ancelotti is the tactician, of course. But uh, I like I like that. You know, I liked him as a player. Uh, he was on those teams, those Milan teams back in the day, just loaded. And, uh, you know, played good soccer, played good football. So I, I like that one. I think that could be a good fit for us. It's between – I think he's interested in us and Brazil. I mean, obviously, if Brazil's interested in him, it would be tough to, to see why anyone would take us over the Brazilian national team. But it would also be the first time that Brazil would ever ask a non-American to, or a non-Brazilian to coach their team. So uh be interesting to see what happens in the next few months. Hopefully, by June, we'll have a, we'll have a new manager. And it won't be Greg. I, I know. And I know we disagree on this, Heath. But, again, I want to warn our fans and their feelings. Don't be surprised if it's an American coach. It could be Chris Armas, even. It could be. It could be. But I just don't. It'd be interesting to see how that guy would be. Unless it's a plan for U.S. soccer. And I know we brought this up before and I've talked to you about oh. it. How ironic would it be that... This was a guy that U.S. soccer wanted all along and the way that they could rationalize it with the fanboys is send him over to Europe, have him be, you know, an assistant at Man U and now an assistant, an interim, you know, caretaker manager for Leeds, get some European experience, and then we bring you on board to be the national team coach. What, what I do like about it, Heath, and, and I know we agreed before the show, it's fans, not fanboys anymore. Because fans come in all shapes and sizes and sexes, and everybody should love the game the way we all do. 
and especially MLS fans, are true fans of football worldwide. But to my point, Armist, the one thing I do like is he was a gritty player, you know, no goofing around, hard work and holding mid, you know, what, what I call the number six role typically in a four four two formation or three four three or three five two or three six one or four four two 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 one. But I think he would bring in some much needed grit and determination. And I think sadly, and this surprised a lot of the old school guys like Marcelo, and when all this surprised us when we heard it is people are calling this team out or the last World Cup team for not having enough grit and determination. And I think as an American team, that's what we're always known for. So, you know, just because we have high-paid players now playing in all these sexy leagues around the world doesn't mean we can get soft. I mean, maybe Armiston, I'm asking you now, Heath, because you were a you know, pretty hard-hitting defender in your co-ed B-level days. Uh, what do you think, Armiston? Could he bring that, that much-needed kind of shot in the arm of strength and tenacity and grit to our team? Well, first, I'd be remiss if I didn't apologize for my offensive behavior before. Fanboy will never be used again on the show. And I know you're an ally, you know, and I want to make sure that I, that I keep that in mind. So I apologize for, for that faux pas a few minutes ago. Um, but, I, you know, the one thing, like you said, as a player, he was that kind of gritty, you know, old school style player. And, and, you know, I don't necessarily think we need a manager who played that way to be the head coach to instill those things. There are a lot of great coaches that I think do that as well. I mean, you brought up Angelotti was that kind of player. He was, um, you know, he could instill that kind of, kind of uh, discipline into our players. I think there's other coaches out there that do a great job, you know, instilling that. So I don't necessarily think that just because you're that kind of player, that gives you the ability to, to manage this kind of team. I just don't see a guy like Armas being able to handle those players. And even though he's in Europe, He's not a head coach. He's an assistant. He's wow. he didn't do well in the MLS. Wow. Head coach. Wow. I'm just not quite sure he'd be the guy to, to come over. Well, can I? Can I? Heath, can I tell you what kind of feelings I have right now? Grief. No, it's close. It's just like pure sadness on what you just said about Chris Armas. I mean, it's true, dude. The guy is in the ring of fire. For the Chicago Fire. Antti Razov is in there. Peter Novak. Bob Bradley. Michael Bradley, I think. He is in elite. Well, out of that entire entire group, the only person who I would even consider giving the national team job to would be Peter Novak. Why would you do that? Good manager. Gritty-ass player. Just has done well before. He has coached at high level, you know, previously. I think he'd be familiar with the U.S. player. I think he'd be a good fit. I, I like that you're thinking outside what I like to say, the penalty box, you know, using a soccer term or a football term. Uh, dude, track him down. See what's up with him. Give him a contract. Yeah, I mean, I know he left them on, on not so good terms with the fan people of the Philadelphia Union. But, I mean, I think that he could be a – I think he could be a candidate. But he's back – He's back in, in Poland. He's been managing in their first division, I believe, for a while. And not quite sure he even wants to come back to the U.S. Yeah, he might not. I think, again, I just want to warn the fans is, is you know, possibly stay tuned for an, an American coach coming up. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think that that would be the worst thing that U.S. soccer does. I've done it before. I think, of course, Addison, if we're thinking outside the box, how about Jill 
Ellis. That's another one that, folks, don't be surprised if it happens. Don't be that surprised if it happens. You know, we just had University of Chicago just won a D3 national championship with a female coach. Jill Ellis has success. She does win. And I think I'd be okay with it. Sounds good. Well, I'm be interesting to see what happens. Let's, I'm going to, every time I see that notification on Twitter, I'm running to the phone, seeing if we finally name somebody. I, lately, it's been NBA news, but tomorrow it could be U.S. soccer names fill in the blank for U.S. men's national team. So until the next episode, this is Heath. And I'm Addison. And keep kicking it out there, everybody. Peace out, fanboys.